Welcome to Women in Chemicals, Woman of the Week. I'm Amelia. And I'm Kylie, and we're joined this afternoon by Alyssa Swigart, Senior Market Analyst with Brentech. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us, Alyssa. Today's episode is sponsored by Brentech. Brentech is the global market leader in chemicals and ingredients distribution. The company holds a central role in connecting customers and suppliers of the chemical industry. Headquartered in Essen, Germany, Brentag has more than 17,000 employees worldwide and operates a network of more than 670 sites in 77 countries. In 2020, Brentag generated sales of around 11.8 billion euro. The two global divisions, Brentag Essentials and Brentag Specialties, provide a full-line portfolio of industrial and specialty chemicals and ingredients, as well as tailor-made application, marketing and supply chain solutions, technical and formulation support, comprehensive regulatory know-how, and digital solutions for a wide range of industries. In the field of sustainability, Brentag pursues specific goals and is committed to sustainable solutions in its own sector and the industries served. Perfect. Thanks, Amelia. And Alyssa, thanks again for joining us. We're really excited to have you. Um, we always love to kick off these interviews to learn more about you, obviously. Um, so please introduce yourself. Tell us about your background and how you got into the industry and your current role today. Sure thing. Uh, thanks again for having me. I'm really excited to be here to talk to you a little bit about myself. So my name is Alyssa Swigert, and I'm currently a senior market analyst for Brentag North America. It's actually been an interesting path of how I've got here because I do not have a science or chemistry background. I actually came, come from the humanities side of things. I have an English degree from Lebanon Valley College that is actually near Hershey, Pennsylvania. And throughout college, my dream was to work in publishing and that was my goal to get that job. So um, when I was about to graduate, I got an internship in publishing and there I was doing copy editing and also acquisitions and that led to a full-time job before I was even graduated from college. So while I was there in acquisitions, I was recruiting authors, uh, evaluating their book proposals for their publishing potential. And I was uh, also copying books, which is proofreading. And really while I was there, I realized that that was just, it wasn't for me when I thought that this was my, my dream career. So I missed the things that I loved about being an English major, which were writing, being creative, thinking outside the box and analyzing information. So I started to look elsewhere. And that's when I stumbled upon a sales support specialist role at Brentag Northeast. And I actually, when I talked to my neighbor and family friend, David Gardner, who had worked at Brentag for basically his entire career at that point. And after talking to him, I decided it was something I wanted to apply for. So it was actually a funny story. My first interview was at a Barnes and Noble on a Saturday morning before Christmas. And then my second interview was the day after Christmas. And then I was starting a brand tag on in January of 2013. So it was a very interesting, exciting ride to be doing all that over the holiday season. But uh, it was a great Christmas present for me. So uh, as a sales support specialist at Brentag Northeast, I worked with several different sales reps across multiple districts. Um, I also did a bunch of ad hoc uh, sales and marketing projects as they need to be done. And a big part of my job was uh, municipal bid water treatment process. So I was a coordinator of that. And then after about a year and a half, I was promoted to a key account specialist for Brentag North America. 
Uh, there I've supported several key account executives and a lot of our really big uh, national and global key accounts and also did a lot of project management and process improvement there and took on some marketing projects that eventually led to my promotion as market analyst and now to senior market analyst. And the role that I have now is a dual role. So part of it is market information, putting together various market reports and tools for our commercial team to better educate them and their customers. And then the other side is actually customer experience. So it's what we call service excellence at Burntech. So I am the North American lead for that initiative. So I lead a team of different level, different department members to drive action plans for improvement. I also lead our customer serving program and I am the liaison to the global service excellence team then to work with them as well to ensure that we're sharing best practices and we have a uniform approach to service excellence. So it's been an interesting ride, but uh, I'm really happy and I can actually report that I've used my English degree more at Brentai than I did when I was in publishing. So <laughs> very interesting, but uh, happy to be here. Nice quite the unique story um and it's so cool to even still hear that something that you you know when you were in your undergrad studying you never would have seen where you're sitting today but now you're sitting there today using your undergrad more than you ever thought you probably would have so things seem to have come full circle in the most unique way yeah absolutely I think the last time I studied chemistry was junior year of high school with advanced placement chemistry and then it was yep. going back full circle like I remember some of this stuff <laughs> there you go. that's awesome I think what that also speaks to is to our community and for those in the community community that don't have that you know targeted chemistry background uh, in their studies or experience at the onset it's definitely something that you can jump into and still be very successful in. And Alyssa, you're, you know, a true testament to that for sure. Yeah, so that's great. Great visibility for me and, and for other folks uh, with a similar background as you in our community. So thank you for that. Uh, you shared with us, Alyssa, a lot of roles within Brentig. And we'd be curious to understand, you know, of those roles, which has taught you the most or what have you, you know, skills and and things that you carry with you uh, today are still stuck with you. And then, you know, what are essentially, what are your key takeaways, I guess, from your time in, in these pivotal roles for you? So I have to say, I've learned a lot from every role I've been at Brentag. Uh, when I was, well, right now as my role market analyst, I really learned a lot about the chemicals we're selling, the markets that are impacting, uh, the different factors that are impacting our feedstocks and price increases and all of that good stuff that I didn't know as much about before. And also just the aspect of customer experience. It's a fairly new facet of business for B2B. So learning about all the different KPIs that go along with that and just the concepts are around that, it's very interesting. And as a sales support specialist, I was new to brand tag, I was new to distribution. So I really just got the basics from that role of what exactly is brand tag? What, what is chemical distribution? And started to learn a little bit about process improvement. So funny thing is, believe it or not, when I started working on bids there in 2013, most of it was being handled on a typewriter, the forms that we were filling out. So it was my goal wow. to get rid of that typewriter. So I have to say, I was pretty proud when I was able to make everything digital and we could get rid of that typewriter because it was interesting. Uh, but I would have to say the position I've learned the most from is a key account specialist. 
Uh, that's where I spent a lot of my time so far at Brentag. And it really, it just elevated everything I learned and it brought it to a higher level. I was seeing Brentag in distribution on a national and global scale. I started working with a team that was spread throughout North America on a daily basis. Uh, I was working with a lot of our big customers that are bringing in a lot of money. And I was also then exposed to some, a lot of business just in general skills, um, how to organize and host a meeting, the best way to train employees, um, onboarding, and also even interviewing candidates for new positions. And I learned a lot of great uh, skills in data analysis. I'm kind of an Excel whiz from that job now, learning about pivot tables and VLOOKUP and all that. Um, most just other skills I learned from there, like RFQ management, pricing management, process improvement, and also process development, and um, also project management. Just kind of all that got wrapped together. Um, it was kind of a, when I went into the role, it was in a transitional phase. Uh, a year after I was in the role, we had we brought in a new uh, manager, and she really just revitalized the program. She put in processes. It was it was very um, segmented before she came in and we started to centralize some things. So I really got to experience a lot of that from the ground level build up kind of grassroots um, projects and processes. So it was really great to experience all that. And I also started taking on the market information and market projects, which really transformed my career. And so basically just the role, it's exposed me to so much more. It challenged me and it really forced me to grow. And it really just established the foundation for my career at Brentag. And I go back to so many skills I learned in that role and use it in my day-to-day -day now. Mm -hmm. It definitely also sounds like a role where you are wearing many hats. Like the way that you describe it, Alyssa, sounds like six different jobs, which definitely. is super unique, um, but also a lot of work. So it's a testament to, to your, you know, your work ethic too. Uh, I want to hop back to your commentary around your sales support role. You mentioned how uh, that's kind of where you were introduced really to what Bruntig was about and how distribution worked. Um, speaking to our audience that might be newer to, you know, specialty distribution or, or you know, distribution in general and the chemicals industry in general, how, and, and I guess maybe more so, what resources helped you to be set up for success or how did you tackle you know, all of this unknown, what kind of skills helped you to continue to push forward with, you know, all of this unknown? I think not being afraid to ask questions. So there were a lot of trusted resources that I discovered, um, mentors that I went to to ask questions, or if something came up and it was the first time I was experiencing it, I wasn't afraid to ask that person I was working with, okay, why is it like this? Uh, I think a good example is when I moved into key accounts, I was doing a lot of, so it was a lot of national moving things around where we are set up in regional operating companies. So sometimes it was moving product from one regional operating company to another. And there was, as you can imagine, a lot of logistics behind that. And I didn't understand it fully. And I reached out to my boss and I said, you know, I want to sit with someone in purchasing that, mm -hmm. that sets up this type of stuff, these third party kind of intercompany orders. So I went and I sat with him for a day and observed him because I want to learn what he did. And so it's just opportunities like that, that I saw where the pitfalls were or the areas where I didn't exactly know everything that I wanted to know. 
So I made sure to ask those questions or even Google it. I use Google a lot to fill in some answers to questions I have. And it's just kind of taking that all like a sponge and, and taking mm-hmm. copious notes that I went back to reference. But that's really just how I, I learned just being inquisitive and not being afraid to ask questions. Definitely. I think I can attest to that myself. I jumped into my my career with 3M, having switched majors myself halfway through my undergrad from engineering to the business side of things. So at the time when I entered 3M, uh, those that were interns with the company knew more than I did as an entry-level full-time, you know, uh, employee. And so learning to be comfortable with asking questions at the onset has been tremendously helpful in my ability to, you know, gain confidence in the work that I do, but also just make sure that I'm value add to the best, you know, that I can be with 3M too. So that's very cool. Um, Alyssa, you talked about all that you learned as your key account specialist role and and the time that you spent there. Um, And maybe that's not the answer I'm anticipating, but we want to know, you know, what would you say has been the most pivotal moment in your career? Um, not sure if it falls within that key account specialist uh, role, uh, but curious to learn from you. So it definitely does. So the pivotal moment for me is actually when I started to take on the marketing project when I was a key account specialist. So coming into Brent's Tag and something that I started to discover about myself when I was working in the publishing company. So something I did there is I researched potential authors on various university websites and we published books about business, computer science, just very technical things. So I started to learn more about different business options out there and started to educate myself on marketing. And it just seemed like something that, it was something I was interested in and fit my skill set. So when I came into Brentag, it's definitely somewhere where I wanted to be. I wanted to be on the commercial side and sales support was definitely a great start. And I wanted to move more into that market side of things, the market information. So I'd always expressed that as a passion of mine and there came a need for this, that there's so much market information floating around, it's hard to keep it organized. So it brought up, it was brought up, you know, do you wanna work on these projects and start developing some tools and reports? So I jumped at the chance to do that. And then that became 50% of my time and then it became my full-time job. So it really uh, changed the, tra- the trajectory of my career from sales support to this more market analytics side. And it's just been something I've really embraced uh, because I really like learning about our products, just the industries, how things move together. That was something that I was always interested in when I came into Brentag. Like, why is this product increasing because this product is increasing? Like, why do these work together? And just kind of filling in those blanks. So that I'd say definitely taking on the market side of things because it moved in the direction that I, I wanted my career to go. That's awesome. I think my takeaway from that is is to voice what you're interested in and what you're passionate about to your you know leaders, mentors, whomever it might be, um, and continue to build those relationships for the doors to open like they did for you. Uh, I think that's great. Amelia, do you have any comments there? I'm just thinking that having like a resource like Alyssa, who is compiling all this information and I'm, I'm not exactly sure what Brentag used it for, but when I think about even my organization, we're much smaller than Brentag, but sharing information that we collect from the market efficient, efficiently is so difficult. 
And it's crucial really to the success of our business. So this sounds like a really important role. Um, and it seems like really cool. So can you share a little bit more about like some of the projects that you work on? Yep. Yep. Sure thing. So uh, one of the first things I started working on is I developed what we call an increase uh, tracker. So it's just this really big database of increases for a lot of the major project products and uh, producers that we're working with. So I track all of those increases. I also link increase letters to that exact increase that's listed in the Excel sheet. We have a document database that we set up libraries for that we collect their increase letters and also just various other communication that suppliers are sending out like force majeure allocation notices. When they send out things um, a couple of years ago when they were sending out all their COVID notices or right now all the freight adders and things like that, they're coming out. So it's kind of a collection of all that information that people can go there as a resource. And we also have a library for various market reports. So like the IHS reports, like ICIS, those types of reports. And so the one tool I work on is the increase tracker. And that was started in uh, 2016. So we have increases from then all the way till now. I think all my most recent update, which was last week, I added 293 increases. So I guess there's just so much going on right now with oil and gas, like crazy. So that's one of the projects I work on. I also uh, put together a monthly market update, which is a very comprehensive report that has economic information. So it's very high level outside of the chemical industry. Information about logistics and fuel surcharges and diesel um, top product updates, just supply, demand, any pricing changes, um, index pricing. So we have access to several different third-party market sites that people need that for formula pricing. So I'll collect that information in one spot. Uh, a lot of it is consolidating, taking things that are just coming from so many different directions and putting that in an easy to digest format. And actually I think one of the coolest things that I've been working on that we just started last year is we have Salesforce and there's a chatter function in Salesforce that is very much like a Facebook newsfeed or LinkedIn. And we have a BNA market news chatter group. So I go on there and I post things as they come. So the daily updates, uh, urgent updates, things about price increases, feed stocks, um, allocations, just updates from our product managers. So it's a group that people can join and they can get email updates. You can set up notifications that you get it for every post or you can get a daily summary every every morning that shows what happened the day before. Um, I upload files there. So it's a resource that people can go there and find those files. You can also like things, comment on them. So there might be a post you can you know, add mention a product manager to ask for further information. So it's just been a really cool interactive feature that also is just, it's now becoming the go-to place to get market information. Before we did a lot of things via email and now everyone's all about chatter. We have different groups. So the BNA Market News is one that I handle, but we also have one about our food team, our personal care, uh, material science, which is a bunch of different ones that people in these groups, sellers that are in these different categories can be members of these groups and get information. It's been, it's been really cool. Yeah. I mean, awesome. with the market being so volatile and I'm a seller myself, having like to the minute market information is so powerful when you're in front of a customer. So that sounds great. If there's any way I can get on your list <laughs> for your monthly market report. 
I'm thinking the same thing as I sit on the procurement and the sourcing side for 3M. And I can't tell you the amount of conversations that I have every single day with our supplier partners saying, okay, you guys are the experts in, you know, whatever product it might be, help me to understand what's driving these costs. And then to have a repository that's easy and, and quick to access, that gives me the history of what we've looked at too, that I can click. Amazing. I'm just, there are so many things, Alyssa, that I want to just take offline and talk to you about further because I, I've got a lot of, my wheels are turning for sure. Um, so Alyssa, we see that you were nominated uh, for and participating in Brentag's High Potential Employee Program. Huge congratulations to you for that. You. Um, I want to give Amelia a moment to share some, some more detail on that. So Alyssa, um, usually when we have people get nominated, we ask the nominator why they nominated them. And for you, we got a couple reviews that were so amazing. I just wanted to share them with you today because I feel like you deserve to hear these. So I'm just going to read some of the reviews we got from your nominators. Alyssa is a true asset to Brentag's marketing team. The information she puts together for us is vital for our business. She always goes above and beyond. She is on the leading edge of finding better ways to communicate and streamline processes within our organization. She started as our team sales support leader and then quickly moved into more challenging roles by always exceeding expectations. I would say that Alyssa's drive is phenomenal. And if I could offer career advice to anyone for any to anyone looking to grow in an organization like Alyssa, do what she did. Move forward, make your career goals known, take risks and then reach for your goals by taking action. And then the last one, Alyssa is one of the smartest women I know. She is always willing to help and is not afraid to share her knowledge with others. Her willingness to go above and beyond on any task is always admirable. Any role that she's had, she has owned it, learned it, and excelled at it. She has been in the industry for about a decade and knows a lot of people, and they're always complimenting her for prompt responses attention to detail, the way she completes and analyzes reports, her knowledge about the market industry and Brentag. Brentag also seeks her input on many projects as her contributions are that valuable. Wow. <laughs> Some of the most powerful recommendations we've gotten for a woman of the week nominee. So hats off to you. Wow, thank I think you for sharing that. <laughs> Yeah, it just speaks to the the tremendous support that, that Brentig has in your favor, Alyssa. And I think that just speaks to the value that you contribute to Brentig and the person that you are. So I think that that's really cool to hear. Um, and we're proud to have you in Women in Chemicals and here today. So uh, on that topic, Alyssa, I think we've got a lot to learn from you based on some of this feedback in terms of some of the skills and the traits that might have led to your success professionally. Um, so help us understand, uh, I know you mentioned the importance of asking questions at the onset of, you know, your entry into the industry, but what other skills, uh, have led to your success and how do you continue to build up on those skills? So I think there are, are there a few skills and traits I have that have helped me to be successful in my professional life. Uh, quite a few of them I have to actually thank my parents for, uh, just growing up, they were really great examples and really great role models. Just what good work ethic is and paying attention to detail and having empathy for others and also taking pride in your work no matter what it is and putting your best foot forward. So 
no task is too small and no task is unimportant regardless of what it is you do your best at it even if it's something you hate to do you still put your best foot forward there I think also just if you are determined and persistent and you're a hard worker that you can really achieve anything you put your mind to so this I try to just apply all that to uh, my daily life and also just my work life and these are just things that resonate me with me more than ever now because unfortunately sadly my dad passed away only a couple of months ago and um he had his own business. They started in his late twenties and he built that up to, um, the, by the time of his passing, he was an electrical contractor. Uh, the county inspectors actually said that he was the best in the business. So seeing what my dad could do, seeing how many hours he worked and just what he built up, it really just set an example for how we should be. A, a funny story I like to tell is I actually worked alongside my dad on the job site in summers uh, when I was out of school. And the one time when we were finished, he put in the electrical outlets, the light switches, and he came in to check it out. And to the common eye, everything looked level. It was fine. And he said, nope, that's not level. That's not level. That's not level. He just walk in and see the things were slightly askew. So we had to go and fix them. And that just taught me very quickly just what attention to detail means. And it, it matters to make sure you're putting your best product out there. And so I just strive to do that. I think some other... Um, traits that have helped me are my communication skills and my organization. As you can imagine, things are crazy busy at Bruntag um, and just with logistics and just distribution in general. So you have to be quick. You have to be precise on that uh, communication and also trying to be as organized as possible. I know with each job I've, I've gone into at Bruntag, I've had to come up with a new system of how to organize things for myself. Um, and also, I'm a futuristic thinker, and I like to think outside of the box. I'm not afraid to question the status quo and kind of see how that could move down the future. So I'm always trying to think of ways, how can we work smarter? How can we eliminate some of this busy work or unnecessary steps? And I think that's been really helpful. And I do have very high um, emotional intelligence. So I think that's helped with working with teams and kind of being in a mentor role and uh, one of those comments I mentioned that was the leader for um, the key account specialist group. And I was kind of a person that people turn to if they had questions on a process or they need to be trained on something. And I've been able to just kind of be, be in their shoes and understand things and, and help them in that regard. So I think all of those traits have helped me be successful in my career at Brentag. Such a good answer. My gosh, I have a lot to swallow. And I'm just taking notes on the on the back end of this. I uh, I bolded high emotional intelligence. And I did that for myself because I think that that's something that I, one, am not focused on in learning about myself. I, and I think that that would be as I, you know, look forward into my career and what that looks like and, and working with others and, and working to influence others as well the emotional intelligence aspect has to be important. Um, so maybe offline again, Alyssa, I'll have to pick your brain about, you know, your experiences that helped you get to this point on that front. Amelia, any comments? Yes. So I have a question for you, Alyssa. How do you balance, you said Brentag is very busy, a lot going on. How do you balance a really demanding workload and still making yourself available to people for questions or assistance? 
Because I find the busier I am, the less patience I have, the less emotional intelligence I have. So would love to hear your thoughts on that. So basically when it comes to that, so if someone needs help, it tends to come up right away. And um, I tend to stop what I'm doing and I go in to help them. It's just kind of been my, my reflex, like to, like, sure, I can help you. Um, so I, just yesterday, I was on the phone with two uh, sales reps that needed help on specific reports that uh, I pull from uh, various sources or they had a question about an increase. So I got on the phone immediately with the one sales rep. I had worked with him the previous day. So I knew he needed this information. And I was, I was on the phone with him. I was like, you know, I'm not, gonna, I'm not able to help you right now because of I need to figure out what basically they changed the website around and it was unfamiliar to what I was used to. So trying to find something that he needed, I was like, I don't want to waste your time. So I'm going to step back. I'm going to figure this out. I'll send you information on how to get this. So I threw together a PowerPoint presentation quickly with screenshots, arrows, detailed instructions and emailed it over to him once I figured out what to do. And yeah, I was working on something else, but I stopped to do that because I figured they probably knew this right away. And what I'm working on isn't urgent, so I can step away and do this quick so that it's not something I'm like, oh, I completely forgot about at the end of the day and this person needed that. So it kind of depends on the day. It depends on what I'm working on. Um, like if it's something that's really important that I can't be distracted, I'll put myself on do not disturb or you know, put my phone on airplane mode or something like that so I can really focus. But uh, I tend to jump when someone needs help because I fear that if they're asking me, they probably need help right then and there. It's just been how I operate. I don't really think about it. That's interesting. I mean, I think um, I'll be the first to admit, maybe be realistic for a second that I'm the opposite of that, maybe. Uh, thinking like, oh, let me wrap this up and close that thought so that I can focus my attention on whatever is to come. But I also think I'll again admit that I'm in an environment right now that has become so reactionary that I'm just like, Go, 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 go. Um, and I look forward to like a chance to breathe and maybe respond more in a way, Alyssa, where you're, you're really, your focus is in the then and there and educating others. Because I think what comes from that, Alyssa, is not only a relationship that you've built with whomever you're helping, but you're providing them with the resources to, you know, then take and run with right then and there versus having them rely on you and coming back to you maybe too. So Amelia, any thoughts? I think that's a good answer. And I like that you say that when you have something important, you really need to work on, you put your phone on airplane mode. Cause I think sometimes if you make yourself available when you're truly not mentally available to help somebody you end up either not helping them that much or doing it like maybe with an attitude. So like that made me think like, if I actually can't be available to someone, I should just make myself unavailable to them altogether. So I like the idea of just like putting your phone on airplane mode if you're working on something really important. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. So Alyssa, we've learned so much from you already today, but we always like to conclude our discussions um, offering up whatever you'd like to share to our community. So uh, I'd like to request that you you provide any feedback in terms of recommendations to women in chemicals, 
mottos or mantras that you live by, a good book that you've read or a podcast that you're listening to, really anything. So I'll open the floor to you. So uh, a book that I can recommend that it's actually interesting because it kind of comes with online assessments. You're asking about the emotional intelligence, um, empathy thing. So uh, the Clifton Strengths Finder book, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, it's something that uh, one of my bosses introduced to me years ago and with the online assessment and everything. And she had her whole team take it. And it was something that we focused on a lot during the Connecting Potential program as well. And I think it was just really helpful to see what my top five strengths were and to lean into them and be able to strengthen them even more. So um, two of them I can think of offhand were futuristic and um, empathetic. So those are two of my top five strengths. I think the other ones are related to um, attention to detail and um, analysis. I'm a very analytical person. So all that stuff kind of played in there. I just found that to be really helpful and really insightful to see that information and also see where maybe I can improve because I'm not as strong in some areas. Um, I think not necessarily a motto or a mantra, but more of a belief, which is something that we've already touched on a little bit is that to stay inquisitive and keep learning. So if there's ever a chance for a training to take on a new task or responsibility to educate myself more, to ask questions, I jump at those opportunities. Um, even if it's a training that doesn't seem like it's relevant to my current role, I still go to that training because you never know what's coming down the line. You never know when you're going to need that in the future. And I think it's always just great to be like a well-rounded person and a, a well-rounded employee. So um, a lot of things like I said, people come to me for help because I've become kind of a sponge where I've just kind of picked up a lot of things and asked questions and have some deep knowledge about our systems and things like that, that there are times people will come to me and they say, I don't know if you're the person to help me. But you probably know who can help me, or maybe you do know this because I see you on other things. So I just found that having that inquisitive nature, and like I said, even Googling things you have questions about, like a lot of the things I've learned about chemicals, I've Googled. And uh -huh. I think something that was pretty cool, I was training someone recently in the past two weeks, and they were new to Brentag, and they said to me, Do you have a chemical engineering background? And I said, No, I was an English major. I said, Everything I learned is on the job. And he was like, that's pretty impressive. So I, I, I don't realize how much I've learned until someone in a different perspective brings that up. And I'm like, wow, I guess just asking questions, Googling, um, like I wasn't sure how propylene ethylene kind of played into some of our products. And I Googled that, how it's propylene made, how it's ethylene made, why they call it C2 and C3 and just like random things like that. Or like, why do hydrocarbon solvents have so many different names? So I just, things that are just, questions I had, I tried to Google and find answers. And I think it's just been really helpful to just keep learning and be inquisitive. I think that's so cool. I think that's a perfect way to end. Um, I've also got futuristic on my strengths finder, Alyssa. I just took it really recently. Um, so I'll have to continue to go back and look at those about, you know, how I can really, like you said, lean into those myself. So that's my takeaway from your recommendations for sure. But Alyssa, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I think we could sit and talk all afternoon. I think I've got a lot to learn from you, but I'm really excited for our community to hear your story and learn from you too. So again, thanks so much for, for your time today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was great talking to you guys.